one of the things Keith said to me was this. He said, God's going to open a door for you in Finland that many have tried to open, and it's not opened, but God's going to open it for you. And you'll find yourself uh, with something happening in Finland. And that was before we were even what we, you know, relational mission even existed. Um, and I've been to Finland qu- quite a bit, to Helsinki, and we kind of looked to try and plant and connect with other churches. Went there with Dave Devonish to do a conference and various other things. Yeah, we did, just kept pushing and pushing, just not, you know, not striving, but just sort of trying to walk through what we felt God was saying and just nothing and nothing and nothing. And then suddenly, Kev Jones suddenly pops up. And uh, I'll let him tell his story from, from there. But the point is, I'm so utterly convinced that God is in this. Because back from 2007, God promised we'd open a door. And I think there's some things to learn there. Firstly is how important it is for apostolic and prophetic always to work together. Because we do what we do because God has told us it's what he wants us to do. There is no other way of working. Right? That's, that's plan A, plan B, plan C. That's everything. And the other thing is sometimes when God speaks, like it was back 2007, we're now 2016 and we're only just beginning to see what God said would happen, happen. So sometimes we we tend to sort of shred the prophecies too early because I think, oh, that didn't happen. God stands way outside of our time perspectives. And sometimes, you know, things can take 10, 20, 30 years even before. They can be a lifetime pursuit even of something God has said. So, And sometimes they happen overnight. But the point I'm just trying to, I'm just using this as a bit of an illustration for us as we go forward into the future and God gives us, other things like we were saying yesterday about planting into Kurdistan now, and you know God prophesied about that um, a few times in, in in recent years. So it's just such a joy to have you here, Kev. Come and tell us what's going on in Finland, and then we will pray for you. Let's give him a wonderful uh, welcome. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, and uh, it's uh, it's just so great to to be here. And um, it's, <laughs> I have to not make eye contact with anyone so I don't burst into tears. <laughs> but uh, it's just so so great to be coming, you know, 1,200 miles, um, getting a, catching a plane and then walk through the door. <laughs> and you just get such a great welcome. <laughs> and it just meets such a wonderful bunch of friends and back together like you've never... Like you've never been away. It's just, it's so wonderful. And just, it's so wonderful that there's such a, there's such a strong DNA that you can then, you can go off to another nation and you can just kind of busy yourself trying to, trying to get something going there. And without really having to try that hard, you can look at your local context and think, oh, we're starting to see some of the same DNA. And then coming, coming back to here, it doesn't feel like a foreign, context it's just more more family more of the same it's just it's so great it's so great and um there's two things i'd love to say one is um one is the the secret is that <laughs> you you do these you do these things you take these steps the, the secret about it is that, that i'm going to tell you is uh you do this and um actually you get blessed it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Mike uses all these fancy words about the various church planters, but actually, actually, you're just walking into a greater, a greater blessing. You're walking into a greater um, sense of God's provision and Him Him speaking to you and Him Him doing so much more kind of marvelous stuff than if you just stayed at home. You know, we've people often say, "Oh, are you lonely? Are you lonely?" But we've had more people staying with us 
in the last couple of years than we've had in our whole kind of married life before that, the kind of 10, 10 or so years before that. Really, really, God, God's just so, so, so generous and so, so kind that, uh, you, you get blessed. You get blessed. And the, the other thing is just Mike was sharing yesterday about enough. And, uh, this is, this is really, the small bits that have happened for us is because of prayer and it's because of, it's because of us crying out to God and, um, the type, the kind of, all the stuff I've shared with you guys in, in various contexts and videos and stuff for, for stuff that we need, stuff that we want you to pray for. And, um, it's all either happened or, or is happening. So it was a massive, it was a massive prayer push just, to get us there in the first place and then um we we did get there and then it was this big push who are we going to meet who are we going to gather who's who's that going to be and then we have we have started to gather and then as we've gathered who how can we how can we see community actually start to happen how can we really see that take off pray for us pray for community i, I remember in some context asking you to pray for community and community community is happening it's it's amazing how how do we how do we get out of um live our living room sometimes we've had 26 people in our living room kids running around it's it's mental it's mental but then kind of we started to use this other this other venue and um you know how can we how can we get the church into a into a venue we started using this venue then they said you can't use it anymore it's been it's been closed it's been sold and we're going to close it down and um one of the guys gets onto the, the new owners and um they said yeah you can you can carry on renting it from us so so we're in the we're in the new venue which is actually the old venue but it's got it's got a new kitchen and all sorts of great stuff going in so we feel like we're kind of walking in a walking in another man's inheritance or something at the moment because all this all this great stuff popping up at the venue uh, it's just uh, it's just amazing it's just amazing and as we as we run the as we run the meeting in the venue then how do you how do you get people to serve how do you get a kind of more of a Sunday gathering to happen that isn't just kind of informal thing in the in the home and um we're seeing that happen we're seeing people um suddenly realizing that they've kind of got got gifting that they can use and willingness willingness to use it so it's it's an amazing it's an amazing journey it really is and just really really want to say thank you for praying for us i really do it's it's just it's the currency of anything that anything good that's happened is is because of that i'm absolutely convinced and we need to we need to keep doing this. We need to, in all these other, in all these other contexts, we need to give the kind of the airtime for praying. It seems like just praying for detail. All of these people in big conferences and stuff actually just praying for this small, small detail, this little community to start to develop in this other far off place. But it's so important. It's so important that we don't let that slip off the agenda and start just, we just got to pray for the big stuff. And I, I know, I know Mike's not, not going to let that happen, but. It's just so important. And, uh, in terms of our, um, our, where we are now, um, there's maybe four, there's about four families, a bunch of, bunch of single people that are connecting with us. And, uh, we're meeting, meeting on the Sunday in this, in this venue. People, people really enjoy coming together on Sunday, which is great. Um, there's, we're not having to ring people up and say, Oh, you're coming and stuff like this, but people want to get together on Sunday. Um, people like each other and want to be with each other, which is great. It's a, you know, that they actually enjoy 
each other's company and there's a kind of lightness to that which is which is really fun um the thing we're looking the thing we're kind of really wanting to see now we've kind of got good good community good commitment to sunday but just um um just a kind of greater sense of discipleship happening and we don't really know how to do that we don't really know what that should look like and it's a you know it's a capital city people are busy it's it's hard to catch up with people um Lydia Lydia um had a baby before Christmas so she's on maternity leave now um I'm working as a um a supply teacher uh, a substitute teacher in a school so I'm doing that so life's life's busy and it's hard to find those kind of real natural connection points and everyone's busy in a, in a capital city and that that's a real challenge and I just can't imagine almost thrusting another another demand onto people to to come to something but how can we how can we see a discipleship culture start to start to really emerge is really a big I think a big prayer point for us um we'd love to we'd love to see more people join us that would be great and we need we need more people to join us we're thrilled with thrilled with who we've got from nothing to what we've got it's just amazing but we'd love to see more people more gifting more ways of of serving added added into that so please please pray for that um we we'd love to see more kind of more unsaved people coming in and um there's one there's one woman um Lisa an American woman she's she's an academic in the university she's a single mum she's got a two-year-old two-year-old boy and um a year or so ago we um connected with her and we she can't do anything she's got she's got no family in Finland she can't really go out because she's got her son and all of this and we we started we said oh well we could you know we we were not in a position to do some big evangelistic events because we we're just so so busy but we already had three kids at the time and to take to take another kid in was not it was not a problem for us it was cuz we were already kind of up and running with that so he started coming and spending a few um nights with us sometimes so that she could go into town and meet some friends and that that kind of stuff and um and then she was coming to collect him on on Sunday mornings when we were having our church and kind of sticking her head in and out and stuff. And then eventually started staying, staying and say, "Oh, you know, I'll come and I'll come and collect Noah, her son. I'll come and collect him, but I'll stay for for church." And um, she she would leave halfway through. She'd leave in floods of tears and. We just we say oh sometimes Lydia chased her out into the corridor said oh you know have we done something wrong or what what's what's happened and she said no no it's just this presence of this presence of God I can just feel it in the in the in the room and I I and this was this wasn't Bethel this was this was well it was it was Bethel but it was off YouTube so <laughs> this is YouTube worship no musicians nothing and um and she's she's feeling the presence of God and um and uh and she's still with us and she she's come through it's just it's so great watching her watching her join in and watching her starting to pray in the meetings and, and stuff like this it's just so great and um the other day the other day after the meeting she stopped me and said um 
um, in the in the kind of downstairs of my apartment block, she said there's there's this space, this kind of club room space that you can hire out. And um, um, when I when I first came to church, um, it was the it was the worship, it was the presence of God, it was this the music and people singing. That's what really attracted me. And um, I could could I could I host a kind of musical worship event in my in the room in the basement of my apartment in this in this kind of community room in the in the basement of the apartment and um because because that's what really got me got me involved and maybe can i can i invite all of my friends to that and all of my neighbors and and can we just show them what you showed to me and so she's now kind of seeing that as the kind of thing that she feels can kind of replicate this and share this through to all of her all of her friends and neighbors so um we, but we'd love to see it's, it's one story it's one story but there's a whole there's a whole city and there's a whole nation and we'd love to see that a thousand times over so please please pray for that um i think kind of off off the back of some of what was shared this morning time demands really hard i just love what was shared this morning but there's this kind of this cost on family time and all of that stuff and we're we're very busy and um it's hard to kind of it's hard to give the time to kind of meeting up with people and going to going to visit people in their workplaces and all of that stuff and i'm i'm working myself and um so stewarding that really well love love to to pray for that and just one more thing um in the words of colombo just one more thing um the the um the the um it's a kind of small thing, but it's a big thing for us. But we, we're, where we're living in our apartment, we've just been kind of, we've been really affected by, um, neighbors who are arguing all the time and really horrendous, horrendous arguing. It's just so disturbing. And where the, where the wall joins is where we have our dinner table. So we'll be, it's at all times of day and we'll be eating our dinner as a family and there'll be this horrendous door slamming and screaming and stuff. It's, it's dreadful. And, um, I I just love it if if you could pray for that because either for us to move or something or just some kind of breakthrough with that and we we need to move anyway and um it's really tough we're really committed to the area where we are but there's not really much free housing going on there because it's people that live there tend to stay there so um a breakthrough with housing would be a really great thing as well to pray for so yeah well Amazing. Let's stand together. I'd love to just, the best way we can serve Kevin and Lydia is to pray for them. You know, I mean, uh, you know, at the end of the day, prayer works. It absolutely works. So let's pray for some of those things. Pray for practically about the house. Pray for people to get saved. What's the lady's name again? Lisa. Lisa. Um, for more new people to come, uh, for a sense of church to start flowing in terms of a team, uh, to and for discipleship culture just to begin to emerge. So what I'm going to suggest is if we can, in a minute, all just lift our voices and pray your very best prayer. If the person, if you're listening to the person next to you, just move away so you can't hear them. Just, just, uh, yeah, really focus in, pray your best prayer for those things. Then as that begins to die down, if anyone wants to come and lead us in prayer for any one of those things, just come to the microphone. There may well be some prophetic things as well, but let's just pray first, and then we'll, 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 we'll let the prophetic flow out of that. Is that okay? So all lift our voices. Let's go for it. Pray your best prayer. Jesus. 
Yeah, Father, we pray for these neighbours, Lord Jesus. We pray for peace next door, Lord God. We, we pray either save them or move them on, Father God. We pray that there would be relief. I pray for good night's sleep. I pray for peaceful dinner times, Lord. We pray protect the kids in the midst of all this, Lord Jesus. Would they be able to see what's going on? Would you give Kevin Lids wisdom as they kind of usher their kids away from it or try and describe it to them, Lord? We, we, we ask you for this, Lord. Thank you. You're a, you're a good dad who cares about day-to-day stuff. It doesn't have to be what we would think is world-changing. You're just a, you're a dad. And we come before you boldly as your sons received as such. And we say, bring relief in Jesus' name. Amen. Kevin, I believe that God wants to declare to you today that you are a man of wisdom. You are a man of wisdom. Not by the world's standards, not by man's wisdom, but by the Spirit of God. That even in Acts 6, they looked for men that were full of wisdom and the Holy Spirit. And I believe God says He's called you to bring wisdom, divine wisdom, that confounds man's wisdom. I just see this as a season where God's going to bring you into places of debate with academic individuals. And you're going to feel in the natural that you are unable to stand. But God says he's going to give you supernatural wisdom, even the power of God that confounds the wisdom of man. I just see you even inviting. I just see you setting up saying, we're going to, we're going to debate this topic. We're going to discuss. There's just sort of an invitation to those that have worldly wisdom. But I believe God's going to open doors for you, for those that are wise by the world's standards, to be confounded by the Spirit of God. That this is the day when God's going to cause them to be undone by the Spirit of God, where they've stood on natural wisdom. But this is a day for you to stand and know that I will give you wisdom, even beyond your understanding. You're going to open your mouth and say things, I don't even know where that came from. But God's going to recall scriptures, even Jesus, when he was tempted by the enemy, by Satan. He said, isn't it not written? Is it not written? Is it not written? That, that it's not going to be how you put scriptures together, but the fact that you communicate them. And I just believe there's going to be just an evangelism flow that's going to come from discussions and debates and just understanding just the wisdom of scripture, confounding the wisdom of men. And you'll say, Kev, who is sufficient for these things? But don't let the impossibility of all this in the natural defeat you. Where is your sufficiency? Know that your sufficiency, your competence comes from Jesus Christ. Lean on him more and more. And as you open up your mind and your heart and your life to him, know that he will pour in a double blessing of insight and understanding, discernment and wisdom, far beyond what you're thinking now, far beyond what you've learned, far beyond what you've been taught, that you will be amazed, as amazed as the people who listen to you. But allow your sufficiency to be in God, because He is your confidence, He is your sufficiency. I'd like there's one or two of the evangelists to come out and uh, Rob Tevitt if you can come particularly I'd just like you to 
I'm going to pick on people to pray now. Uh, but if uh, is Rob still here? Where are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. If that's uh, very um, athletic, Rob. Uh, if there's one or two evangelists, don't sit there. Well, I don't know if I'm an evangelist. You know who you are. Just come, if you feel that pri- one of your primary gifts is evangelism, just come out. I'd like you to lay your hands on Kev because I want to really pray for an evangelistic breakthrough in what because our church plants need to be birthed on an evangelistic foundation. We're not just gathering, you know, uh, other not rearranging. Christians, right? We're, this is an evangelistic breakthrough. So um, can we just stand again? I know it's getting towards the end of time, but I really want to go for this. And I'd like Rob just to pray uh, for Kevin in that regard while the evangelists lay their hands on him. Yeah. Lord, you're the one who saves. You're the one who saves. Salvation belongs to you. God, it's yours. It's your work. It's in your power. We thank you that your name brings forgiveness and healing and saves people. And God, we know that there is a harvest in this place. We know that you have many people in this city. They just don't know it yet. And um, Lord, we pray for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Lord, we want to see salvation breakthrough this year we want to see many lives changed people coming to know the lord jesus believing in him saying that he's lord father we love that we want that we cry out to you god save save this is your work please we're asking you we're your children and we're asking you lord to save, have mercy. In wrath, remember mercy. Have mercy on this place and its people and break through. Let a mighty flood pour out on this place of the Holy Spirit, causing people to see the truth. Oh Lord, deliver people from their spiritual blindness. Set them free. Set them free from their deceptions and their distractions. Release life and growth. And Father, we just want to pray for the hearts of this church, that you would just fill them with such a passion for your name and for your glory, that you would, you would move them, that, that your compassion would rest on them, your compassion for the broken and the lost. Father, we just pray. Put your heart into their heart, Lord. Father, we want to pray that you would put your words in their mouths and that they would speak them, that they would be your ambassadors to the people of this city, that they would speak up and declare the name of Jesus and the truth of the gospel. Father, we just pray that the seed of the gospel would absolutely saturate and be covered across this city and pressed into so many hearts. And Lord, let it find good soil. Oh God, let it find good soil. In the name of Jesus, we ask all of this. Amen. Yeah, what I'd like us to do, just we finish, I'd like us just to really, it's almost like a prophetic act, just to applaud the Lord for what he's going to do in Helsinki. Let's thank him. Thank him for what he's going to do. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. And uh, we just really pray. Just keep blessing uh, Kevin and Lydia and all those who are gathering to them. Lord, keep 
pouring out your blessing and fruitfulness. Pray for this, Lady Lisa. Let that just kind of basement worship time just go from basement to basement to basement. Let there be just, just kind of something really organic about it where just the presence of God and just listening to songs would just touch people's hearts. We do pray for that very unusual but nevertheless uh, obvious thing you're doing, Lord. We just pray great fruitfulness for that, Lord, and, and, and that, we, that would lead to real discipleship of people who are now Christ followers. Lord, we do pray for that. Lord, we thank you for these two days together. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for the sense of your presence that's just pervaded the both days, Lord. We do genuinely believe ourselves to be in your hands. We're on your mission, Lord. This isn't our idea, it's yours. Pray for safe journeys. Pray, Lord, that you'd keep us in uh, great fellowship with one another and the bond of peace. Lord, we pray that you'd keep increasing and expanding our borders into the things you want us to do for you, deepen and strengthen everything that's going on. Lord, we pray for one another, for blessing, protection, for your um, for your goodness to break out on us again and again. All the churches that we're, that we're um, represented here and beyond uh, those who aren't here, Lord, we just pray. Lord, just bless us as a family. Just deepen and strengthen what you're doing in us, we pray in the coming days. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.